This is the West Michigan Sports Show, presented by the United States Air Force. Now, here's your host, Brandon Worth. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the West Michigan Sports Show, presented by the United States Air Force. Brandon Worth joining me here this fine April 29th afternoon here on Saturday. Thanks to all tuning in here on WBRN, 1460 AM, 96.5 and 107.7 FM. Thank you all for making the show possible. We have a great weekend of weather here at On Deck as it appears to be raining uh, already here on this Saturday afternoon. But hey, it's okay. We're going to get through this because obviously April showers bring May flowers. Exactly. So we will get through this. And I'm sure for many college students like myself, we're almost there. Exam week is upon us for not only myself at Ferris State, but a lot of other college students across the area and the state. So good luck to all of those, especially to the teachers, professors, and faculty. The final week of true work is about to be over. So congrats on a great school year. And we are getting to summer as well for high school sports. Got a little bit more to go, but we'll cover all of that as well as the local sports scoreboard here in just a bit. But first, I had a chance to sit down with Howard City Tri-County track and cross-country coach Weston Rackley, an actual former teammate of mine running at the collegiate level, to chat about his journey into coaching at his hometown school and what his team is doing this season to make some noise. So without further ado, let's swing it to the interview room with head coach Weston Rackley. First start of the season complete, obviously, or getting to that point, I should say. Uh, what's been your evaluation of the team's performance so far this year? We've been super happy, uh, really, on both sides uh, with the boys and the girls. Uh, you know, we've been really firing on all cylinders. You know, in instances where we've been counting on athletes to step up, they've been more than willing to do that. They've been willing to fill in the shoes of some of those under other individuals on the team. Um, but really, we are extremely happy with how we're rolling and we're just clicking away right looking forward to that end of the season time there absolutely and especially with the performances that your guys and the team especially in track and field right now have put up sprints and relays seem to be a very big strong point for the team but it seems like the distance crew is definitely improving what have been some of those keys that have really helped that part of the team improve so far this year um, I mean, really the biggest thing that I can say is just, uh, absolute buy-in from the kids, you know, uh, it's really quite a shift. Uh, they didn't really have a distance coach a couple years ago, uh, to last year being my first year. And then now I'm getting into that second year and getting ready to finish that up. Uh, the group of athletes that I have on that distance side has just, you know, embraced anything I've been willing to try or anything I've been telling them with absolutely open arms and, it, it, it's really paid off as far as, you know, those times are concerned. And, you know, it's been awesome to see those kids grow over the last two years. Um, and I, I couldn't be more proud of them. For sure. And as you mentioned, newer being a newer coach, what has been the experience like building up the training and building up the culture with the guys and gals, both on the tracking team specifically right now, but as well in the fall when you got the cross country teams rolling along? Right. I mean, it, it has been a learning experience. Uh, you know, I came in fresh out of a college program and, you know, four years separated from high school. You forget a couple things as far as, you know, the differences between the college level of competition and high school, um, really figuring out how to, you know, break things down in a way that's going to make sense to them, right? Making sure that I'm adjusting my expectations and not saying, Hey, 
we're going to go out for a 15 mile long run today. Right. And really learning how to adjust that training based on the individual, which I think I've found a lot more success with this year. For sure. And as you just mentioned, we're actually being former teammates running together, which has certainly been a great experience, especially seeing your success. Now I couldn't think of a better man for the job. Uh, when it comes down to those specific things you just mentioned, looking at the high school program of performance as well as comparing that to the college, what are those things that you took away from your own experience running at that collegiate level that you've applied with your kids at the high school level? Um, really one of the big things is just, you know, the consistency. I, t- I tell the kids every day, Hey, I was not this crazy runner when I first came in as a freshman, or I was not this crazy runner, even as a sophomore. But, um, if you're really consistent about it and you work at it, that's one of the things that I love the most about the sport. Like, uh, you put in the work, you're going to see those results. Um, and really making sure that they understand that. And as they've been working with me over this last year and a half, two years, uh, they've started to realize that as well. We've had a lot of kids come, uh, you know, my, my senior boy right now, Ramon Hernandez, when he came in, uh, and started running with me, he was at a five thirteen uh, mile time, but now he's put in a consistent amount of work, you know, over the last year and a half. And he has really grown as a runner, right? He's down to four forty-five, and, you know, the other kids see that and say, Hey, there's that consistency, consistency aspect, right? There's that, you know, hard work aspect. And they're starting to see that and see how it's really going to pay off, you know, not only just with their high school running, but potentially at the next level, if they choose to run collegiately or, you know, really it translates well into, you know, general life to, you know, see, Hey, if I put in this work now, it's going to pay off. Maybe not today, not maybe not tomorrow, uh, but in the months and years as they move on into their lives. Absolutely. And I spoke with Reed City head coach. I'm sure we ran into Justice Long a couple times here in your conference slate. Um, and he was talking a lot about, um, especially in his first year, building up that team culture and especially things off the track and off the course. Uh, what are some of those measures that you've taken with your team to really help make the, the sport as fun as it is? Because I know that's one reason that I went into it, and I'm sure for you as well. Right. You know, during the spring, we have lots of different activities that we'll do with the kids. Uh, you know, we try to keep them, you know, together as much as possible to really build those team bonds. Uh, whether that's, Hey, today we're going out and we're playing a game, right. We might play some ultimate Frisbee football, right. Uh, a lot of times in the fall we'll get out there. Um, and we, uh, have some team dinners or we'll kind of do some team trips to some different areas, whether that's, Hey, we're just going somewhere and running or Hey, after the run today, let's go out and get some ice cream together. Um, one particular thing that's really uh, fun that we do uh, with the track team in the spring is we'll have a Saturday morning practice. Uh, we try to keep it a, a little bit on the down low, but uh, we'll bring the kids in there uh, and surprise them with a breakfast. We typically do it the morning of prom and we'll teach them a nice dance. Uh, this year we taught them the steps to foot loose. And I mean, that's the stuff that they're going to remember, you know, looking back uh, years from now. Uh, I remember that same thing. Uh, when I was here at Tri-County, you know, waking up real early in the morning after a Friday meet, rolling out of bed, expecting a big, crazy practice and, you know, being able to have a good time with my teammates, you know, eat breakfast with my coaches and, you know, really get to experience those bonds, you know, not necessarily while we're out there on the track. 
Hey, man, I'll certainly come and join you guys. I know my dance work needs some definite improvement <laughs> uh, over the next couple of years, but uh, for sure, especially with that aspect of the culture, I know there's a lot of coaches that have so many resources and so much knowledge that you've probably learned from. Who are some of those individuals that, especially when you knew you were going into coaching immediately after competing collegiately, that you're like, hey, you wanted to get some knowledge from and you took along the way in your whole journey of running? Uh, there's really a few individuals a lot of my high school coaches, I have the you know privilege of being able to coach with my old high school coach, uh, Brandon Briggs. Uh, he has been an absolute wealth of knowledge over the past two years. Uh, you know, somebody I can go to and talk to, uh, you know, if something's going on, you know, things, you know, aren't working or, Hey, how can I modify this? He's been a big help there. Um, another individual, uh, my freshman year high school cross country coach, uh, Alex Bast, uh, he has been a real source of information as well. Somebody that I know I can rely on and that I've stayed in contact with for almost 10 years now at this point, um, really being able to talk to both of them, um, and work with them, uh, has, has really been awesome as well as, you know, still having a really close relationship with, uh, Jared Kelsch, uh, our college coach at Ferris. Uh, he's been more than willing to share any information or answer any questions that I have regarding coaching. It's always fun to, you know, see him at maybe a meet that we might be running at, or, you know, a meet that they run up in Ferris there, the bulldog invite every fall. Uh, and it's always good to catch up with him and, you know, get some of that knowledge from him. Cause he's got that experience as well. Absolutely. Last question here for you, Wes. Appreciate your time. Uh, as you guys approach the end of the season, obviously a lot of big conference meets coming up as well as eventually, obviously, Region 12 Regionals at Allendale. What are some of those strengths that your team really thinks that they can use in order to do a really good performance as well as what are some of those things that you guys want to work on over the next couple of weeks to really pack down and make your team even better going into that postseason? I think, you know, really what we've been telling the kids all year and what they've been doing a fantastic job of so far is, you know, we, we can only control the things that we can control, right? At the end of the day, when we step up on that start line or, you know, when we're in the ring or we're coming down the runway for a vault or a jump, right? Uh, we can only control ourselves. We can't control what the other teams are doing, right? Um, whether that's, you know, keeping ourselves in the right headspace for the race, you know, whether that's making sure we're fueling ourselves ahead of time, uh, drinking enough water. Uh, those are the, really the things that we focused on, you know, at the end of the season, if, you know, we fall short of some of our goals, uh, that we have, if we can look back honestly and say, Hey, did we control what we can control? And did we give our best effort? Right. We're, we're going to be happy with the result. Um, but I mean, I think there's a lot of areas that we have some strengths in, um, obviously we've got a pretty solid 400 runner in Stuart Gould, right? We've got some solid relays. We've got some depth and sprints in the distance this year. Um, you know, really just some awesome pieces that we've got that, you know, as we continue racing, continue trying some different, uh, combinations or trying some different relay orders. Uh, I think we're just going to continue to see those times and those throws and those jumps, uh, just, get better and better. So. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, coach Rackley. Appreciate your time coming on the show and I wish your team the best of luck the rest of the year. All right. Thank you very much, Brandon. I appreciate you having me.
Now that is some good stuff right there. We'll take a quick break when we come back. Local scoreboard and college-bound athletes coming up next here on WBRN. Welcome back here from the break here on the West Michigan Sports Show. Before we get into the local sports scoreboard, want to give a shout out as well to our sponsors for making this show possible. Didn't get it in at the beginning of the show, I realized. That's on me, guys. I'll take blame for that one. But I can't thank them enough for all their support for making this program happen. Those include, obviously, the United States Air Force as the primary sponsor for this show, as well as Johnson's Automotive Repair, the Schuberg Insurance Agency, Quality Car and Truck Repair, Paris Auto Sales and Service of Big Rapids, Alter Care Big Rapids, the Makasa Osceola Trains Authority, and the Makasa Osceola Career Center. Thank you all for helping make this show possible. So without further ado, let's get right into the local sports scoreboard. A lot on deck here from the past seven days, as well as we'll get to preview some of the best games and events coming up here over the next couple of days before next week's show, which make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any of these shows. 3.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on WBRN. You can't miss it as well as you can follow along at wbrn.com starting off on april 22nd when we left off last there's a couple baseball games in action there for some teams in tournament play central Montcalm and lakeview and in a tie once again i can't believe we have so many baseball ties this year the hornets and wildcats leave off at seven deadlock while the wildcats got in game two where they eventually fell to merrill nine five tree tc west came to big rapids for a face-off a really highly contested matchup traverse city west gets on top of the cardinals with a nine two and eight one pair of victories but certainly good competition for coach scarpelli's squad and we'll be looking forward to see how they do the rest of the season soccer as well in non-conference action in tournament play big rapids ladies go 0-3 in a tough draw of a tournament against essexville garber gross isle and lansing catholic all those three very very good ranked teams but big rapids will have a chance to have redemption for that here this upcoming week and we'll get to those here for the previews in just a bit as well going to april 24th the following monday couple baseball games in action csaa play nuego takes down Moe Stanwood in a pair to continue their hot start to the season. 5-0, 10-2, the final scores in those games, as well as in softball, the Shepherd Blue Jays put a pounding on Chippewa Hills, a combined 37 to nothing. I wish I didn't have to say that, but certainly good things coming up here for the Warriors as they'll have some teams they can play against here coming up soon and hopefully get a couple wins for their first of the season. Over on April 25th, Big Rapids and Chippewa Hills in baseball action, a little rivalry between the two neighboring cities. Close game in that first game, 6-5 the final. Big Rapids takes care of business in game two, 16-0 for the sweep over the Warriors in baseball. A pair of splits and a surprising split after what happened in game one, White Cloud falling 16-6 to Grant, but come back for 4-3 victory against the Tigers there in that doubleheader as well as over on the softball diamond, Grant sweep White Cloud, 10-0, 11-1, your final scores. I believe both those games were called after five. And then Lakeview and Reed City split in softball. Lakeview takes game one, 5-3. Kyos and Coach Steeg bounce right back for a dominant 10-1 victory there in game two. 
April 26, Coopersville knocks off Nuego in non-conference baseball action. 16-2 the final score. The Broncos put a beat down with the bats on the Lions, as well as in soccer. Grant gets a dominating win over Chippewa Hills. 6-0 the final in that one. Howard City, Tri-County, and the Vikings stop Kent City 9-1 the final score in that one. I believe that game was called early for the mercy rule. Nuego takes down Big Rapids in conference play. A big upset win for the Lions. 1-0 the final in that one. And Reed City gets a big time win in CSAA play. 2-1 the final score. They beat the Lakeview Wildcats here from just last night as we're recording this on Thursday. But certainly some great matchups on deck and in store for this upcoming week. We'll get into some of the main events to preview, not only so you can look out for those scores and results, but if you want to get out to a game, you know exactly where to go and when to be there. So with speaking of soccer, of course, Nuego against Reed City, that game going to be held at Reed City, 4.30 o'clock start time. Nuego's been the top team right now in women's soccer with 6-0-1, and they look to keep that undefeated conference streak alive against Reed City, a team that has won the last couple straight, including a big win over Lakeview, as I just mentioned, in conference play, sitting at 4-4 on the season. Certainly going to be in a crazy matchup here coming up for that game, that on May 3rd, which according to my calendar, is next Wednesday down there in Reed City. Over for track and field, two quad meets to look out for, both in the local area here for the Big Rapids listeners. One going to be taking place at Morley Stanwood, the home of the Mohawks. They'll be hosting the Hornets of Central Montcalm, as well as Howard City Tri-County Vikings and the Nuego Lions at a 4 o'clock start time for field, 434 eventual running events. As well, the second quad meet going down at White Cloud, just down the road with the Indians hosting the Coyotes of Reed City, the Cardinals of Big Rapids, and the Wildcats of Lakeview. That same times, 4 o'clock for field, 4.30 for running events. And finally, for baseball on May 2nd, which will be next Tuesday, a battle of winning conference teams will be squaring off. Big Rapids will host Kent City in a doubleheader. The Eagles and Cardinals will be squaring off for the first time this year. 4 o'clock and 6 o'clock start between the two top half teams from the CSAA conference in baseball action. Finishing off with softball, same time, same place, couple fields over. The Eagles and Cardinals will be squaring off in softball action as Big Rapids will look to continue their dominant run under coach Don Thompson and will try to look the bats get to work against the Eagles, a team that is looking to play spoiler after a 500 start on the season. So there you go. Those are the events to preview. To finish out today's show, I completely forgot that I haven't highlighted our collegiate bound athletes. And now it seems like a perfect time to do that. So I'm going to name those three names as well as where they're going and what they're going to play uh, and compete in for next fall. And of course, this is a monumental moment for these three individuals. I got to talk to them individually. There is a full story for each of them online at WBRN.com, BigRapidsDailyNews.com, news that affects you. You can follow along with that for all the news in the local area, sports, news, lifestyles, everything. Thing. Uh, for just a quick little shout out, quick little plug, you know, of course, got to make sure that we represent. Shout out to Steve Gove, who runs that operation as well. But at the end of the day, for these three individuals, it's a dream. And when I was able to talk to them, they all said they wanted to play collegiate athletics. It was a dream of theirs, even though they might not have realized it at an early age. But as of recently, that there would be a monumental moment and it would be a very satisfying feeling. And not a lot of high schoolers, especially high school athletes, get to experience that feeling, especially when you look at the NCAA. Double A numbers, which I have here, the only percentage 
of high schoolers that make it to the NCAA level. Now, of course, some of these guys are going JUCO or NAIA in the state all over. Uh, those numbers are a little bit higher, but they're not that much higher than what you think it is. For baseball specifically, which two of the athletes will be playing baseball next year, 7.5% make it to the NCAA level. Division one, Division two, or Division three altogether. Only 7.5% make it to the next level. And one of the other individuals in cross country, my next teammate coming up this next year, that number is even lower at 5.3% make it to the NCAA level one, two, or three divisions. I mean, that's just incredible to think about when you have a hundred athletes, some of the finest athletes in the area, and you put a hundred of them in a pool, only seven of them or eight of them, if you're of course a mathematician, you round up, will make it to the college level. That is fascinating. That is incredible. That is a huge feat. And these three individuals should definitely be proud of that. But these three individuals, starting off with the most recent one, Brody Sleeper, a Big Rapids Cardinal on the baseball team, is going to be playing baseball at Lake Michigan College. He'll become a Red Hawk next fall. He made the decision here just a week ago on Monday. So congratulations to Brody and his family. Uh, the fellow senior and first team all-conference honoree made his decision over social media and he also plans that he will be studying computer science. So very cool degree as well. And a big time uh, reward for Brody, all the hard work that he's put in both in the infield at the bat and at the plate, as well as on the mound. Definitely a great kid. And we'll look forward to seeing his success for sure at the next level. Another big Rapids Cardinal making his way uh, to the collegiate level will be staying here right in Big Rapids. And that's Ben Knuth, who has committed and signed to Ferris State University to compete alongside myself and the other Bulldogs on this team for cross-country and track and field. So congratulations to Ben. And certainly throughout his career, is one of the most resilient kids that I've seen at the local level. He's went through so many injuries and battled through, pushed through, and still had some incredible strides pushing through all of those obstacles and just being able uh, to make it to the level and competing at the level that he has is incredible. But getting through all of that as well as excelling beyond what you could expect from injuries like that. Absolutely incredible. So Knuth, certainly a multi-year all-conference honoree, had a breakout season this last fall and will certainly carry over to the college level and looks forward to also uh, studying in land surveying at Ferris State University here in the fall as well. So shout out to him. The final one on the list is Xavier Allen, who committed to Grand Rapids Community College, the former Kyle, competing in his final season at Reed City, uh, made the decision to follow the coach that he loved and wanted to play for over at GRCC. Xavier Allen, I know I've gotten to really interact with him and meet him a couple times, especially being from the same school at one point, obviously a couple years difference, but certainly is a hardworking kid, one of the best athletes I've seen as far as versatile athleticism overall, and certainly looking forward to seeing his journey. He'll be studying architecture at Grand Rapids Community College coming up here in the fall. But that's going to do it for today's show. Make sure that you hit that preset button so you don't miss out on any shows coming up here for the next week week, of course, on 1460 AM, 107.7 and 96.5 FM, so you don't miss out on anything, the West Michigan Sports Show. But that's going to do it for me today. Brandon Wirtz signing off here on the West Michigan Sports Show. We'll be back next Saturday at the same time, same place, with a great interview and a great show, recapping all the goodness that we just covered on today's show, as well as everything else going on in the big wig of sports. I mean, NBA Finals has been nothing but incredible 
incredibly crazy so far. We'll try to see if we can recap that as well as the NFL draft has concluded and many questions seemingly aren't answered yet, as well as NHL Stanley Cup, y'all. What a certainly great playoffs we've had so far. And we're only in round one. We're looking at some teams making history and some major, major statistically improbable upsets could be going down here by the time we get to next week. So saddle up. Make sure that you don't miss out on this show next week. But until next time, this is Brandon Wirtz signing off on the West Michigan Sports Show on WBRN. WBRN.